This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, June 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Trump highlights precision ag. Also promoting rural broadband. NAFTA ag chiefs affirm farm trade benefits and USDA biotech plan hit. President Trump heads to Iowa today to highlight innovation in agriculture and to put a focus on the need for rural broadband. As AgriPulse reported, the president will be getting a look at the Precision Agriculture Program at Kirkwood Community College in Cedar Rapids, where students learn to maintain geospatial technologies and train farmers on its use. Trump will be accompanied by Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue and Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross. So there also will be some focus during the visit on the president's trade agenda and the state of the U.S. farm economy. According to Ray Starling, the White House Advisor for Agriculture and Agriculture Trade, the president will say that expanding rural broadband will be a priority in his infrastructure initiative. Starling said agriculture technology is dependent on access to the web, and the penetration of the availability of the web has obviously lagged in rural areas. However, Trump won't be offering new details on how a broadband proposal would work or how it would be funded. Trump to check out Combine Simulator. A recent graduate of the community college will be showing the president a combine simulator that is used to teach the students. The student, Rita Ermey, became interested in getting her agriculture technology degree after taking a class on combine operations that made use of the simulator. Senator Chuck Grassley, Republican of Iowa, told reporters yesterday that Trump, quote, should be commended for highlighting this technology, which has done so much to benefit mankind by enabling more efficient Food production. USTR and senators to talk Trump trade agenda. U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer will be on Capitol Hill today for the first of two hearings on President Trump's trade agenda. Today, he'll be testifying before the Senate Finance Committee, and tomorrow, he'll appear before the House Ways and Means Committee. Much of the discussion is likely to focus on the upcoming renegotiation of the North American Free Trade Agreement. NAFTA ag leaders affirm trade ties. The top U.S., Canadian, and Mexican agriculture officials have all expressed a determination to keep the trade ties between the three countries strong during the NAFTA talks. USDA Chief Sonny Perdue, Canadian Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley, and Mexican Agriculture Secretary Jose Calzada wrapped up two days of meetings and social gatherings at Savannah, Georgia, yesterday. All of them stress the talks were more about building trust and developing personal relationships than hashing out differences between the three countries. The three officials in a joint statement said, quote, Our three countries remain committed to continued collaboration to ensure a safe and reliable regional supply chain that makes the North American agriculture sector more competitive. At a joint press conference, Gazada emphasized the need for the three leaders to, quote, put politics aside and build trust. U.S. and Mexican relations became strained early in the first weeks of the Trump administration. Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto canceled a visit to the White House in January to discuss NAFTA after Trump signed executive orders to start construction on the border wall, to build detention facilities for illegal immigrants, and to hire thousands of new border guards. Purdue said, we've come together to acknowledge that, by and large, NAFTA has been a favorable agreement for agriculture in all three countries. Industry groups pan USDA biotech overhaul. 
Farm and agribusiness groups are calling on the Trump administration to significantly rework a plan developed by the USDA to modernize its process for regulating biotech crop traits. The plan, which was released in January in the final days of the Obama administration, was billed as a way to streamline the regulatory process and make it easier for innovative products to get to market. But in comments to the USDA, industry groups say it would do just the opposite. One of their biggest complaints centers on a proposal to begin regulating biotechnology under a section of the Plant Protection Act that requires the USDA to protect agriculture and the environment against noxious weeds. Groups on both sides of the issue say that would significantly expand the review process. For more on the comments USDA has received on the biotech plan, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes this morning. Ag security set to White House. The House has given final congressional approval to legislation intended to ensure that the Department of Homeland Security includes food and agriculture in its domestic preparedness initiative. The bill's House sponsor, Iowa Republican David Young, addressed a need brought to light by the 2015 avian influenza outbreak in the Midwest. The Securing Our Agriculture and Food Act will, quote, enhance our national security and food safety for our children and families in Iowa and across the nation. CFTC Democrat announces exit. The only Democrat member of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission says she's stepping down because it's become impossible for the agency to make policy decisions. The commission currently has three vacancies, making Sharon Y. Brown the only current member other than acting chairman Chris Giancarlo. Brown said yesterday, My hope is thus that by leaving early, I can inspire the key decision makers to confirm four nominees as soon as possible. She plans to leave the commission within the next few months and possibly sooner if another nominee is confirmed. President Trump has nominated Giancarlo as CFTC chairman and former Senate Agriculture Committee staffer Don Stump for a seat on the commission. Brown notes that the CFTC hasn't had a five-person commission since August 2014. The Senate Agriculture Committee will hold Giancarlo's confirmation hearing tomorrow. Here's today's He Said It. I regret that technology was not available when I was a young kid growing up on the farm because my dad always judged me on how straight my rows were. My argument back to him was that you could always get more in a crooked row. He wasn't convinced. That White House advisor, Ray Starling, lamenting that his father didn't have a GPS-guided tractor. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, June 21st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.